Yo, what's up? This is your boy Devon, and you are now tuned in for another episode of the Close Friends Show. Now, tonight is a very special night because I've been trying to make this episode happen for a very long time, but y'all know how life goes. It gets a little bit overwhelming, but I finally was able to get my ex-girlfriend in the studio with me tonight, and we was able to have you know, a conversation. So the conversation that her and I are going to have is about my life as a straight male. I was in a relationship with her. I'm going to share our experiences that we had and kind of differentiate the relationship between myself and a woman and relationship between myself and a man. But I'm really excited that she was able to get to the studio tonight. I've known her for almost over 10 years. We dated for about a year and a half and we just were able to be remain really good friends. So I'm going to kind of walk you guys through our relationship, um, our highs, our lows, how we became a thing and also how we were able to remain friends after it was all over and how we were able to also remain friends until my new transition into the life that I'm living now. Now, I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Mimi. Mimi, say what's up. What's up, everyone? Hi, close friends. I am so excited to be on the Close Friends Show podcast, and I'm excited to share my side of the story. Your side of the story? You sound yeah, like... my side of the story. I mean, that's giving Jerry Springer or something, <laughs> but no, honestly, Mimi, that's my home rock. Like I said, we've been friends for over a decade we dated, um, you know, but I just want to ask you, why do you think it was important to have this conversation? Okay, so we talked about this in mm-hmm. detail, and I think it comes down to two points. The first point is that we wanted to let you all know that it is possible to transition from a romantic relationship to a platonic one with someone that you were, you know, intimate with in a relationship and, and y'all was in deep Second point is, is that what are the signs to look for if you suspect that your partner is interested in another sex? And what are some things you can look out for? So I think those are the main two points. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, for me on my end, maybe for you and what you want to tell the people, but for me, this conversation was important to me to have because it obviously represented growth. It represented, you know, myself being comfortable with who I am Mm -hmm. and being able to basically share with other people like, okay, yeah, the life that I did live, contrary to the life that people know that I'm living now. I mean, obviously the guys that I hang out with or usually friends that I have now that are, you know, are gay, don't even know that I've had. Uh, situ- with relationship women. with yeah. women, you know what I mean. So this is kind of interesting to shed light on. I thought it was important to have a conversation just so people could know me a little bit better yeah. and know the dynamic of myself when I was with a woman um, versus the dynamic of myself of being with dudes, yes, being with niggas. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but let's just get into it. You know what I mean? This is crazy, <laughs> but I'm happy we were able to make it happen. Let's just talk about like how we first met. So yeah. do you remember the story of how we first met? I do. Go ahead and tell it. All right. Because I'm going to chime in on it if you like. Okay. Okay. So we first met. I was 15 years old. So I believe this was around. You could cut the 15 shit out, but okay. No, we're going to include it because it's important. Okay. So I was 15 and Devon was 17 at the time. So I was a sophomore (laughs) in high school. He was a senior. Um, And we met at a party. I, at that time, I heard about Devon like through my mutual friends because they were friends with him and they would hang out. I was, was popular, by the way. He was. He was, I was very really, popular. I was really popular <laughs> back in my hometown. You were um, and still are now. Sacramento <laughs> finest. <laughs> but yeah, so I was sitting on like this bench and we were at a house party and Devon made on, I, and Devon made eye contact with me. 
<laughs> and then he walked over, sat next to me, and then he was like, like snuggling up next to me and was like, uh, like tuggy, like nudging, how, nudging your shoulder, nudging yeah. my shoulder. <laughs> and um, I started laughing, and that was our first time meeting. And I think we did, did we exchange numbers that night. We we definitely did. Let me just expand on that because that's 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 funny. Um, as I talk about the dynamic of myself with women and the mm-hmm. dynamic of myself with men, so I'm I'm like that. Regardless, I don't care who you are, what you are, what you do, what color you are. If I like something, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone who meet people off of social media and Instagram. I'm a very in-person, very yeah. confident guy. So I'm going to talk to you. I, 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 I definitely make eye contact. That's yeah. my thing. I do that yeah. even still to this day. But the, the nigga I'm dating, that's how, you know, you we, we, right. that's how we, <laughs> we, we locked in. Like, I'm going I'm to make contact with you, let you know that my energy fucks with your energy. Mm-hmm. I want you. And if I want you, I got to have you. Yeah. And that's definitely how you and I met. I went over to you, uh, you know, started nudging on you. I'm sure we exchanged phone numbers. And I was actually with my ex-girlfriend at the time. So when I was met Mimi, I was actually already in a relationship. So I couldn't do too much. I was trying to be a good yeah, dude. However, I'm a really, really, really big flirt. I really am still to this day. And that was when I was 17 years old. You I'm were? now 28. And I'm still the same dude. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm like... <laughs> I'm still the same dude with niggas and with bitches. Like, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all are offended by saying bitches. The niggas won't get offended. But I'm the same way with bitches. women, too. You know what I mean? I'm the same way. Like, if I like you, I will literally say to myself, damn, I got to have you. And I was in a relationship, but... So, I wait. Think, what was your first impression of me? My first impression of you was, I think any gay guy who's battling with themselves and don't want to be 100% honest with who they are and be 100% out. I think that when you're kind of on the low or you're kind of figuring yourself out, you gravitate towards women who are more so kind of, I guess they would say, give you life. And I know you were so girly. You had your little hair, your little bundles down to your ass. She had like, you know, her pink lipstick, the nails was done, eyebrows, lashes. I'm like, damn, this is a beautiful chick. You know, but I think that's what definitely was the first impression for me. I was like, yes. oh, she's a beautiful girl. I definitely want to, you know, know more about her. Shoot and, my and shot. Get, and let me shoot my <laughs> shot. I did. And Com- you did. Conf- Listen, let me tell you this. Gay, straight, black, white, or orange, confidence is going to be key yes. every time. And thankfully, I've been blessed to have that. You can't tell me shit about shit. You, I must get a rejection. I don't think I've ever been rejected. It's just you just got to carry yourself with a certain type of confidence and a certain type of a, a standard, and and that's just how I think that's how I got you, Mimi. Yeah, and we've been sure. locked in Absolutely. ever since. Ever since. since that night. Ever since that night, and you know we've known each other. For I ten think, years, yeah, I did I the think math that was what two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. That was like 2010, 20, yeah, 2010. 2010. So it's been about. I graduated like, two thousand eleven. I was still in high school. Oh, so it has to be 2011 20, then. Because yeah. we met when you were a senior in high school. Yeah, 2011. So, yeah, I we've known each other for a, a good 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We've known each other for a good 10 years, and we've been locked in locked ever in. since. So, let me just go ahead and give you a little history rundown of that. So, we've known each other for 10 years. I met her, boom, 17, about to graduate high school. I was in a relationship at the time. So, you know, I don't really want to be a cheater. And I don't really, you know, want it to be a bad dude. So I think we kind of text. We definitely exchanged numbers. We did. We talked a bit. But like I said, I was in a relationship, so I was taking it easy, taking it yeah, slow. Yeah, you never crossed the line never, while you were in a relationship. Yeah, no. So, I, you know, I was hanging out with my ex and, you know, trying to get to know Mimi at the same time. At this point in my life, I had graduated high school 
and I moved to LA after high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mimi, you were still in our hometown. I was. You and I, we still kept in contact. Although we didn't cross the line, we didn't do anything, you know, out of pocket or disrespectful. We always, you know, we remained cordial and had yeah. conversation. Uh, at this time, I had officially broken up with my ex-girlfriend. So I think you and I had got a little bit more serious, right? Mm-hmm. And this was years later because at this time, I was, it was my first year of college. And I think it was like, what, your... My second year Second college, year or third? Or third year, maybe. It, yeah. it was like your third year. You know, yeah. I fucked up a bit, so I kind of had to repeat. So it, it gets a little <laughs> different when you get to college. You don't really count the years. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It is a little different. So at this point, I was living in L.A., I was in college, and then for the holidays, I would come back home, and I would see Mimi, and we were going on a date. You know what I mean? At this point, I was, I swear to God, you guys, I was never talking to dudes. I had never had fucking around with dudes in my head. It was strictly just Mimi after my ex-girlfriend. I was fucking women at this time, yeah. like legitimately living in LA, going on dates and fucking women. So like I said, I would come back home, me and Mimi would link up. We'll go to dinner, have dates, and then we obviously crossed the line and we started having sex. Do you remember the first time we were intimate? I I remember the first time as us being in the apartment in Roseville. No. No, no. That was not the It was a time time. before that? Yeah, there was a time before that. It was during Christmas break, and we were at Mr.'s house. Shout out to Mr. That's one of Devon's um, childhood friends. Shout out to Mr. (laughs) And shout out to Twan. I remember them being there. I don't don't remember that being the first time we had sex. It was, because I remember we went into the room, Mr.'s room downstairs, and you were literally pounding me, like, Pounding so me. we had sex in Mister's room, bedroom. We did in his bed. You oh, were right. pounding me, and I remember the next morning I was. Mind you, I wait, wait. Let me cut out. you off. Let me let me cut you off again. <laughs> this is a time in life right now where these were two of my guy best friends, yeah. Mister and Twan. We're still really cool. Um, you know, my high school friends. This is a time where. I'm not sure if this was the same for everyone else growing up around that time. We would all have females together so were there other girls there i thought mr had a girl and i thought twan had a girl i think they both had women there yeah i think that was a time where you know we would link up and say y'all which i doing tonight and we'll be like let's invite let's invite some girls over and i think that night it was mr's turn his family i don't know if his parents were out of town town. that week yeah they were out of town last weekend and mr had the house with himself he was like all right twan all right devon y'all both come over the house and invite some bitches over i'm like okay cool (laughs) i'm about to invite mimi i think mr had his girl over there that he's actually still with really? right now yeah yeah Love and that, they're they're man. pregnant congratulations, congratulations. mr <laughs> congratulations kiyomi um they're actually you know expecting a child right now and then tuan had his girl over and yeah i didn't know that was the first time i thought it we was. had i thought we were well in it by then and then the next morning i remember i walked out and did the walk of shame because and then i remember you telling me later on that they were like dang do like you were so loud like we heard you guys and i was just like oh no like really embarrassed and it's so funny it's so funny to this day that it's crazy that you and I had Mr.'s bedroom and Mr. and Tuan had to like sleep on the couch. I'm always been, I'm such a domineering person like that. I'm like, no, fuck that, Mr. You gotta sleep on your fucking couch. <laughs> Tuan, you sleep on the couch, and me and Mimi gonna take your bedroom. That's so crazy. Thank you, Mr. Again. I appreciate <laughs> it. So my first experience with my ex-girlfriend was in Mr.'s bedroom. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's crazy. That was our first romantic experience, but we had many more. But what did you think about it though? Um, so I would say I would say that moment was like a very isolated like moment. Um, but overall, I don't want to like talk too much ahead because I know we're going to touch on this. But overall, I did feel like it was just like it's equivalent to like 
a nigga like you know that has demons that just be trying to like fuck the demons out of him like it felt like very <laughs> disconnected like like just like a nigga that's just like you know trying to fuck the sadness out honestly i mean i feel like that's what you you've matured now so you're able to look back and say that in yeah. that moment what did you feel you didn't feel like oh he fucked the deep like he's i was just like dang like he is that but you had already had sex by then yeah okay. i wasn't too experienced but i i definitely was not a virgin um i just felt as if i didn't really know what i know now so I'm trying to like put myself in my 19 year old head, but mm. basically I think it was just like I didn't feel any romance. I'll tell you that it didn't feel romantic in any way. It just mm-hmm. felt like you know I like this guy and I have feelings for him and we had sex for the first time and mm. we. I remember. I remember. Just pounding yeah, <laughs> I was. I was. I was a little. I was a little rough. I thought that you were worked. very rough. Yeah, very rough. I guess that's how I would imagine myself fucking another man. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was <laughs> no romance. <laughs> just, a, just, a, just a little rough. I don't know. It was. It was definitely rough. I thought it was amazing. I thought the, the sex was great. I thought you, you know, you and I had a good time together because it wasn't our last mm-hmm. time having it sex. It wasn't. That was we, just the we, first yeah, time. Yeah, we definitely uh, had uh, a lot of sexual encounters mm-hmm. but you know that was our first time and yeah from it- there i feel like we hooked up because at the time like i was still living with my parents and mm-hmm. so i didn't have an apartment i was in college but after that i feel like we were hooking up like any and everywhere i mean cars i mean <laughs> Your brother's apartment, like it was. Well, let's go to the yeah, apartment because okay. that 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 was <laughs> that actually was a special that was not even a special. It was actually a pivotal moment in our relationship. Yes. I think that was the time where um, we had the most sex. We had the most sex, and not only that, you got to see a whole other side of me. I think that's when the relationship started to develop because yes. this time we went to my brother's. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Whatever. Right. We went to an apartment, right? <laughs> we wanted to have sex so bad. We we snuck into the place and, and had sex with the case may be. So at this point, I think, you know, the condom broke. I got a little more comfortable with no, her. No, 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 no. Stop. I'm going to stop you there. See, we have two. You have your story and then I have my story. But we definitely, the condom broke in the car. I don't We were that. arguing that entire day. And he was like, pull up on me. So I pulled up on you at your mom's place because you were visiting, right? And you got in the car. We were talking. We got through it. Got in the back seat because we was feeling the moment. We were intimate. We used protection. And I remember I was so angry because the condom broke. And I felt like you knew the condom broke while we were being intimate and you didn't say anything. So after you was like... Oh, the condom broke. And I was like, did you come at me? He was like, yeah, the condom broke. And I was like, what the fuck? Get out my car. Like, why wouldn't you tell me? First and then all, when you got yeah, out. To have a like, baby by me is not, a, not such a terrible situation. Like, let's, be, let's be clear on that. Let's we would have had a beautiful child. We would have. Let's, let's be clear on that. Having a baby by me wouldn't have been a terrible situation. Secondly, I knew, I mean, we could go get a plan B pill. There was nothing that it was such a detrimental situation. Yeah, that. but you got out the car and was like, you know, you're a crazy bitch, right? And I skirted off. I was angry. No, I used to. that. Let's, let, we, listen, 
you you fuck around with a person long enough, y'all start having sex, whatever you deem the sex to be good, then you start getting crazy and the argument starting to get a little bit more volatile. Mm-hmm. And I think Jamie Mimi starts seeing a, a side of me where it was like, wow, this motherfucker is crazy. And I'm still yeah. crazy to this day. And I'm trying to, even when I'm having this conversation with you, I'm trying to compare it to, to you men. You were worse back then, though. No, no, I was bad back you then. You were bad. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not as as chill as I am today yeah. back then even the way I encountered with other people just mm-hmm. basic relationships and friendships like I was very very like a feisty mm-hmm. off the rail dude like yes. very bad like I was I and used to be like night, you stupid ass bitch like fuck you bitch like I yeah, I, you, I was almost cussing you out as if I hated were, women like I hated were, women because he left his wallet in my car which he did often mm-hmm. and I remember I was I text you and I was threatening you like, like, bitch, you left your EBT card. <laughs> <laughs> I have my EBT card in my wallet. And his debit card and his social all in his wallet. I was like, bitch, I'm going to use your EBT card to buy my plan B. Which but, you can't do, by the way. She didn't even know that. <laughs> wait, like, wait, no, I was going to use your debit card. Oh, yeah. You said EBT. I'm like, you cannot use my EBT card. Oh, I said card. EBT. My bad, y'all. No, debit card because it was all in your wallet, right? So... And then what did you say to me when I was like, I'm about to use your debit card? I think I said, go ahead, you stupid bitch. You I'm sure rich did. or something. Like, you did. Bitch, I'm rich. I don't give a fuck. And then I I responded. It was like, bitch, well, then why do you have an EBT, EBT card? card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what she said. She was like, oh, I'm about, I got to I get a plan B pure or something. You were like, I'm about to use your debit card. I was like, I don't give a fuck, you stupid bitch. I'm rich. This is the nature of our arguments. Yes. Like, we would be cussing each other like this. Yes. I, don't, I don't give a fuck, stupid bitch. Use my card. I'm rich. Well, if you so rich... Why the fuck you got an EBT card? I mean, that shook me to the core. Like, I didn't even know the EBT was just sitting yes. in the wallet like that. No, first of all, you have to really go through my shit. I went through your wallet. Because I'm like, what do you mean my EBT? Bitch, you going through my shit? I'll beat your ass. Get your no, ass you back did. to this house and come here and drop no, my shit off. Said, you said that to me. Yeah, I was I like, will, you better drop my shit off I will tonight. beat your ass. Yes. I was like, get your ass back here. I'm going to beat your ass. She can't drop my wallet out. I no, she, I didn't. I, I no 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 I got my plan B. Oh, she I'm played tough. She played tough. I'm a real one because I actually use my own. I money. gave you the cash, Mimi. Oh, you did, but I you did. Yeah, you did. You gave me the cash, but I used my own debit card to buy the Plan B that night. And then the next day, I dropped your wallet off, and this is how kind of toxic it was. We were cool after that. No, we were really cool. I think we were getting back to our sex capade. So yeah. I, I think we were definitely really cool. But I mean, that just it's just really tying into the fact that y'all, I don't I want y'all to really understand how deep this was going. Like we were dating. We dated after I moved out from my city. Mm-hmm. We, I moved to LA. We came back. I would always make sure she was good. I would always make sure like we would have always. a date. Always make sure like you know we was having a good time. It got so deep to the point where I introduced you to my mom. Now no one has no one has ever met my mom, but you and Shade. Mm-hmm. My mom has never seen me. And Shade is his ex girlfriend. Yes, like my mom has never seen me in a dynamic with a man. Yeah. She's never seen me bring home a man. She's never seen anything of that nature. So and, and me, your family was so accepting because I right. met your beautiful grandmother as well and i met no you did not not only did you not only did you meet my grandmother you fucked me and my grandmama's house while she was in the room but you told me to do it no i didn't tell you to do anything (laughs) devon it was literally you you invited me over she fucked me in my grandmother's house rest in peace Mm -hmm. grandma i love you so much no you you had you you he set me up y'all 
Devon, call us spades, but he set me up, okay? This was my nigga at the time. This is what you do. I I feel bad. Is somebody grandma's house? Who doing you that? You told me to do it. You literally... I'm and now that here. she gone, I'm just like... I, I, she, and knowing my grandma, she probably knew. Do you think? I think she knew. Okay, because she knew I was... She knew I was there. She knew. She yeah. knew. I love you, Grandma, so much, yeah, Grandma. Beautiful, I love you. Beautiful. But um, yeah, no, it got to the point where she met my mom. She met my grandma. Mimi Your has aunt, been over for dinners. Sisters, she met my aunt. It, it, it got that deep. We would have conversations about having children. Yeah, we did. Uh, we planned our future out to de- to, yeah. together. I think I would call you every single morning when you're going to college. Yeah, every morning, uh, six Devon, o'clock. 6 a.m. sharp. Yeah. Devon will call me on my um, daily commute You know, to college. For those of you who don't know, I went to Sac State, so you know I stayed local. Um, and he would call me every morning, and every morning we would have these conversations, like how many children we want to have, what are we going to name them, where will we live? And I remember I was just like, okay, we're you know I'm, I'm okay with like moving to like Los Angeles, and I think we said like Baldwin Hills, so you can pursue like your fashion. And oh my gosh, Devon would like send me pictures, like do you think this is cool? Like it was, we were in deep. We were in deep. We were definitely in deep, and um, yeah, no, it was it. It we like I said, we dated for a minute. We yeah. definitely had those conversations. It definitely got to the point where um, you know I started to see myself in the future with you. But yeah. obviously, looking back now, I guess it was all smoke and mirrors. It wasn't really. I mean, I, I wouldn't there say was it was. Some truth yeah, to I it. wouldn't say it was inauthentic. I'm just saying, I, I, I guess I didn't know the other side of me yet. Yeah, because I never, honest to God, y'all, like I never was fucking with dudes ever. Mm-hmm. Like I would watch. And that was actually one of my questions. Yeah, no, I would watch gay porn. I remember mm-hmm. I, would, I would jack off to gay porn, but I never. It was such a small aspect of my life. I didn't. I didn't consider it to be right. Oh, this is what I like, or this is what I'm into. It was just something that I indulged in here and there. Mm-hmm. I would always feel bad about it when I nut it. So it was. But it was like such a small aspect. Yeah, it was of so it, small. Right? Like I'd never see myself holding hands with a guy, dating a guy, marrying a guy, having yeah. a bond with a guy. So in my head, it's just like, oh, you're not gay. You just over so often just don't mind jacking off to gay porn. Yeah, so. because the reality is, as as people, we've all watched one porn that was a little like ugh, off the rails off the rails yeah. and then when we were done we felt a little like what did i just watch why did i watch that a little guilty by the way so, off the off the off subject what is a what is a porn category that you maybe have indulged in that is not normal um just off the rail yeah quick. i think like the most like like graphic one that i've saw um, it's just like a woman like fingering a guy. That ain't shit. That's what I've saw, but it was still, you know, a heterosexual, okay. you know. But I think that was like the most like, you know, but it's still not like AKA, you feel me? Like, you know, it is a little mm, okay. off the rail a little well, bit. All right, well, whatever. We'll get back to the topic at hand. Okay. But was there anything that I did? Just curious, anything that I did in the relationship or any way that I acted that you were like, hmm, is this nigga gay? So, I think... Like, did you did it ever cross your mind that I may have been gay? Yeah. Throughout our relationship, really? Yeah, but not gay, bisexual. Oh, really? Like, you thought that far? Mm-hmm. Would you have been okay with if I was bisexual? I mean, I was in a relationship with you. I mean... I don't know. I can't. I can't say I would have been. I can't, I can't say that I wouldn't have been because it's didn't done. But all I know is that there was moments where 
we would be, you know, about to be intimate and it would just take longer for you to get erect, you know, and mm. from my experience with other men, it didn't take that long. I mean, they were, you kissed them on their foreheads and it's, you know, they're <laughs> erect, right? Yeah. But it just took a long time. But I think I kind of got over it because when you did get hard, you would last so long. So right. I would just be like, okay, just maybe he's nervous or, you know, maybe he just takes a long time. And but I know, think that was like red flag. And I think that, that, red flag number one. that definitely is, is red flag number one. And I think it's funny because I think you and I figured this out together about myself. So like I said, later on in life, I think I was about 19, 20. Mm-hmm. It's just a funny story. Just so we'll go get back to the topic at hand. But this is a funny story because every time I did have sex with women, it was this long and drawn yeah, out dramatic it was so process. Long, so long. And it was just like all the thinking. I remember I went to a doctor. I thought I had erectile dysfunction because mm-hmm. I couldn't get hard. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to accept the fact that I wasn't into it because when I tried pussy, I loved it. It was mm-hmm. an amazing feeling. You know what I mean? Like it felt good. Yeah, it felt good. But it yeah. wasn't nothing that I would jump at the act to do. Yeah. Like you had to really claw teeth to get me into the mood to want to fuck you know what i mean but i remember i think i think you just i had to do a lot like i had to do extra like you know yeah whereas where the first guy started fucking with Mm -hmm. i remember you know the nigga kissed me and i nutted off of i didn't even touch myself like i nutted off of kissing and i said to myself okay this now is, you know, this, right? is, this is what it is. So that's that's definitely that's like. definitely uh, you know something a red, a red flag and and that's interesting that you said that that was something that made you feel to me to yourself mm-hmm. like okay something is wrong here this is not normal based off of other experiences that I've had with other men where niggas is just ready to go you know what I mean? So but, question to you hmm. is that. You know, what are some things that the ladies, because I'm still, you know, I still haven't figured it out. Like, I don't know the formula, but what are some things that like your, your, um, straight woman listeners should Mm -hmm. look out for if they think that their partner may be interested in males as well? (laughs) Okay. Let me just, let me just get this right. As I have a lot of female, um, friends and and you guys, and you all do it. And then there's nobody, literally all of you. I don't want to name all of the girls that do this. You guys literally would DM me niggas. Mm-hmm. Is he gay? Is he sus? Is he... Da-da-da? I'm like, yo, first of all, we're living in an era right now where you cannot tell. Me personally... If you're going off of the way guys dress, me personally, people say I dress hood. Like, I like sweatpants. I like basketball shorts. I wear J's, white beaters, white tees. I'm a very simple dress like a nigga yeah. nigga. So, if you walk down the street, I would think, think that I was, you were I was straight. Right. 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 But there are also straight men who wear jeans I wouldn't even wear. Like, yeah. like my nigga, them is too tight for me to wear. You know what yeah. I mean? So, it's like, you can't even judge in this era, in this day and age, based off of the way that men dress. It's really difficult to tell. So, yeah. when girls are sending me this, I'm just like, yo, I don't know if the nigga's gay. Like, like you I gotta really, test the waters. Like, you, unless you have facts and proofs of him DMing or messaging other dudes, mm-hmm. you really don't know if another guy is gay. I don't know. But I will say, which is actually very interesting, your sign, your sign that you thought I was gay. Yeah. I'm gonna stick, stick by that, hard. and I'm not gonna, you know, you know, be 
coy or you know walk on eggshell because this is my show. That's right. the beauty of having your own platform. Mm-hmm. You know LLC and you know the close friend show is. I'm gonna say what I want to say. I hope I don't offend people, but if I do, this it is, is a it's, close it's, show. it's it's my shit. <laughs> I do believe that you could also be straight and get your dick sucked by a guy. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that that makes you gay, and I don't either. And that's very controversial. Society has yeah. told us that it is, but if you think about it, women experiment all the time right. in, in high school in college and i mean full-blown experience i mean full-blown like and i just say yeah. that basically off of i've had sex with women i don't consider myself to be straight right so it's like you could try things mm-hmm. and you could dibble and dabble and don't have to conform to that complete title yeah you so, don't because like i said yeah so when y'all ask me like women, oh is he gay i'm just like my nigga i don't know he looks I think I, my response is like he looks comfortable. Like <laughs> he looks like he maybe, might get drunk and might let him make a suck his dick. I don't fucking know. He looks. I mean, based off how tight his jeans are wearing, maybe he got a nose ring. Maybe he's Ooh. more accepting. Maybe he's more I don't comfortable. Know, y'all, the nose ring is kind no, of for me. For I me. mean, some of them have dangling crosses the, hanging from. Oh, the that's the one. <laughs> it's, Devon, listen, I don't know. No, no, okay. Listen. Listen, I'm I'm gonna give you guys a starter pack. I know the girls is like, if the status ain't hood, no, no, I ain't checking for him. Better be street if he looking at me. I, I need a soldier. They're no, not they're no. not making them like that no more. That's they're just the not. sad truth. They're but not. listen to this. I have dated it's hood niggas mm-hmm. that where I kinda and had I fucked to, them too. Exactly, where I had to question like Maybe on the bottom. Not the bottom. They've been on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's too much. Okay, but I'm going to give you guys a starter pack. Quick quick three tips. So, we don't want to we don't want to judge too much, but if you got the nose ring, mm, we can judge it's my show. If you got the nose ring, Start doing research. If he had that dangling cross earring, it ain't the nose ring for me. Pac had a nose ring. That's fine. I, I, it's it's the dangling cross. I mean, it's it's like the dangling. Because the thing with is, I'm gay ring. and I don't think I'm not interested in a guy who has dangling crosses from it's his both. Ear. It's if they have both, right? Uh, uh, sure. I'm I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying do your research. And then this is the million dollar one. This is kind of where you know if you guys are in an intimate space and it takes this man. A very very long time, and you have to put in so much work. That's something. That's something to okay. Well, let's question. let's 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 expand on that because you have yes. the defensive men who are out there saying, "Well, oh, well, oh, so I have to. I don't just fuck anything." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, we're talking about if you have established some sort of relationship yeah. with this woman because you and I had an established relationship. We We've talked about having sex, right? We did. We've had exchanged conversations. We've exchanged nudes. Yeah. So we knew. Oh, we talked about this as being something that we wanted. However, when it came time to perform, I did not perform. No. It took me a minute to perform. So for the men out there whose their defense mechanism is, oh, I can't be a dude who has standards or maybe I don't want to fuck you. That means I'm gay. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you niggas out there who have talked about having sex with these women, who are trying to move forward with these women. But yet when you're in these spaces... It takes a little bit more time for you to, you know, to perform. And if you're someone, if you're a guy listening to this and you identify as a heterosexual male and this happens to you, you know, it is something to think about. I'm not saying, <laughs> I mean, it's just something to think about. Well, I mean, that could be erectile dysfunction. It could be. It could be. And it could be pussy dysfunction. Right. You don't like <laughs> <the> pussy. <laughs> 
Right. It could be definitely pussy dysfunction. I like that. I never heard of that. I like that. Let me go toast it. Right, toast. <laughs> I like pussy dysfunction, but no. But no. to be clear, to be clear, I want to clear this up for all the listeners. Anytime during was there okay, when we were together. Mm-hmm. During at any time during our relationship, did you mess with guys? And I mean, text, um, on the phone, flirt, or anything like that? Nope. No. Absolutely not. Okay. So nope. you were 100% loyal to me. 100%, 100% loyal. If I was messing with anyone else, it would have been that other girl. Remember, she was a twin. Well, I'm talking about that. I do. Okay, yeah. But we don't speak of her. It was other girls. I never, ever was, it was fucking with other dudes. It wasn't until I was in LA deep and yeah no I the first guy that I fucked with I never had any other women okay yeah I was with him and I respect you for that so so I would never be considering myself to be on the low I was just in private I never was fucking with niggas while I was fucking with females ever so that was separate it was like a new chapter in your life when you started messing with men exactly okay exactly but um let so no no yeah no let me just resort back to that let me just clear that up okay I never was fucking with dudes while I was fucking with Mimi or any of my ex-girlfriends or any other girls that I was speaking to and um you and I we like we said we we've been friends for over 10 years and we Mm -hmm. had our relationship I think there was a period in our relationship where we stopped talking there was and Um, it was after we broke up yeah we broke up and then um we stayed in contact you would check on me well, let me tell you one of the reasons why we broke up, actually, because I have I, I go through people's Ooh. phone and, um, you know, comparing it to the dynamic with men, <laughs> I really don't go through guys' phone. I really, that's not something that I do yeah, now in the same age. Because, you do. yeah, men are men, men, I've come to the conclusion that men are men. That is a different women by nature. You guys, you know, kind of conform to loyalty yeah. and that is your first, um, instinct. Cause we're, we're kind of taught. Yeah, especially yeah. when you when being in a relationship. So when I was going through female phone, your phone, it was almost like to confirm that there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. That was it. Where now, were we? Huh? Um, remind me where were we when you went through my phone? We at the apartment. At the apartment, we had okay. had sex, and it was in the morning. It was in the yeah. And let me just go ahead and just make this comparison because guys, I would never go through a man phone because I don't, I, I don't think that I can ever 100% completely trust a man in that regards to not have anything. And I don't feel like being sick. I don't feel like not Throwing being up. able to sleep. I don't feel like going through all that. I'm not going through that <laughs> nigga's phone. Like if, if I find out information, it's going to have to come to me. I'm not looking for that shit. I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Yeah, because if you do, you're going to be throwing Yeah, no, nah, I don't I don't even I don't even want to. I can't. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss in that regards because I just don't want to know. But I had went through your phone. You did. And, um, he had my passcode. I had her passcode. And she was dating this dude. I'm not going to say his name. It started with the F, right? Mm-hmm. Each, so... Back then, there was this app. So each letter of this nigga's name, there was an F. It was a picture of her in inside the letter, inside of the letter of every letter of his name. It was a different photo. Yeah. And I'm looking at her phone, looking at her like, yo. And I'm asleep. Like, she's asleep. I'm ready to like throw the phone at her face while she's asleep. Like, bitch, wake your stupid ass up. Mind you. So I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um I'm going Not to wake your stupid ass. Up. I'm going through the phone and she's sending it to him like I love you, baby. All while we in the bed together, like we is like we locked in. So I'm like, okay, cool, like all right, whatever. 
I'm like, let me play a cool. And mind you, I'm now, I, it's funny because I'm having this conversation, but I'm actually kind of compartmentalizing it while I'm talking. Mm-hmm. So I'm comparing it to how I am with guys. I'm the same way with guys as well. Like yeah. I always be like, keep it cool and keep it player. That's my that's my way of life. That's always just been like how I handle situations with, with people. Yeah, You got to keep it cool, keep it player. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. This is what I see. No problem. Everything's fine. So Everything's... we packed up our stuff, ready yeah. to go. Go. I go out. Car is gone. My car is towed. I parked in the towaway zone. Cool. And then I had to call my mom. Mm-hmm. And the apartment was located in Roseville. And we lived in Elk Grove. And I'm not sure if you all are familiar with Sacramento's geography, but Elk Grove to Roseville is a hot 40 minutes, no traffic. So my mom was pissed. So she picked us up, um, took me back to our house in Elk Grove, and then I had to get my car and then drive you to get your car in Orange, what was which was like an hour away. Mm-hmm. And then you were so distant. And I was just like, what is wrong with him? Like, he would not tell me. And then he finally told me. Yeah, bitch. You think you got... Who the fuck do you think you... <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm listen, I was bad. Like. I was shocked. I, I had no words when he... When he <laughs> no words. Me, no words. No words. She just sitting there with arms folded in the passenger seat. And I'm looking at you like, bitch, who the fuck you think you fucking with? Like, <laughs> you still fucking with this nigga? Like, oh, you act like he was just the most nigga that she wasn't fucking with. And you sending him... Yeah. Like, come on now. You didn't even do this for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't never got no letters with my name and no yeah. photos into it. So I was like, okay, whatever. Cool. That's what you got going on. That's your little situation. So we ended up breaking up. We didn't talk for, um, you know, a hot minute. A hot minute. And then, you know, I. I don't know how it happened, but we we were um, we contacted each other and we just like slowly but surely started to repair we slowly, our friendship. We slowly but surely started repairing our friendship. And then I think just to, you know, the close the conversation out. And to just talk about, you know, growth and just reflecting on the person that I became, that that I am now. Um, Shout out to Nakia. Uh, She does Beyonce's hair. And I'm so proud of that. My really good friend does Beyonce's hair. Yeah, because I flew to Los Angeles. She flew a lot. Nakia was having a wedding. And Nakia, she um, invited me and I wanted Mimi to be my plus one. Mm -hmm. I obviously had a few things get off my chest. We hadn't really had a full-blown relationship, but like I said, people who know me know that I'm a, I love my people, and I've been friends with the people that I've been with for 15, 10, 20 years, and I knew that Mimi was going to always be someone who was a part of my life, regardless the outcome or regardless how life turned up for the both of us, so I really wanted to have a conversation with her, so she flew out to LA, I told her to come to this wedding with me, we got dressed, but you know, like I said, as she's going, I'm still, you know, never open to her. Yeah, you were never and open. I had my suspicions. She had her suspicions, obviously, because at this point, I was heavily fucking with guys. Yeah. I think her and I had a mutual friend who was gay. I was gay. I didn't know yeah. if he was feeding her information. I didn't know if she was able to hear this information from other people instead of hearing it from my mouth. And to that point, actually, I had a friend who was living in Los Angeles. And, you know, she's from SAC, so she hangs around. She was... She would hang around with you all here and there. And I remember she called me and she was just like, you know, I was at a party and Devon and his, um, our other friend who was openly gay, they were, you know, talking and Devon said something along the lines like, oh, I'm about to go hang out with my nigga tonight. And so that was my first time where it was kind of like, oh, you know. Right. And now and that was something that I never wanted to happen. I didn't want her to hear it from anyone else because yeah. like I said, I'm a man first and I wanted to have that conversation. So, you know, she flew out to LA. 
Nikia's wedding was about two hours away. Uh, you and I, we drove in the car. I was driving. Yes. You were in the passenger seat. Yes. And I'm not sure how the conversation went, but I do remember looking at you like, yo, I just want to come out and tell you, like, I'm not sure if you heard already. I'm sure you probably, you know, had some speculations, heard a little bit of rumors, but I am gay. Yeah. And, you know, this is what it is. And I, like, I appreciate you for giving me that safe space to go out and tell you that. I think I'm just, I feel good. It feels good to know that you felt safe. Yeah, no, 100%. I think from that moment on, you and I both knew we got a we we have forged a lifelong friendship. It was over from there. It was done. It was it was like we literally went to the wedding. I'm like he's cute. Yes. You like we was oh, like, like it it was it was over. Like I'm showing it, him my new niggas. Yeah. Like, like think he cute. Like or what you think about him? Like right. literally from that moment, and that was 2017. Although we had had a relationship mm-hmm. prior to then, it really we went to a deeper space we from two, in 2017. It was 2022. What do you mean? How many years is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what, four years, five years? Yes, I and I think math. that we went yeah, to no, a I, very deep spot. And, uh, we, we, we went to, we shared um, a moment in the car, and I mm-hmm. think that we both knew without saying, like, oh, shit, we really have forged a lifelong mm-hmm. relationship. And from that moment, it, it was up. And, and we, I would tell you about my... Yeah, we, you know, like I said, from that moment, we were up, and she would be telling me about, like, her niggas, her rappers, Ooh. like, it, it you know, it, it, it got, it got Lamborghini, so, Lamborghini. It got so crazy <laughs> to the point where, like, I remember you had met a dude, and I wanted to come with you so bad, because he had a show. Yes. And I think she Wait, had can to, I tell the story, you though? You tell it, go ahead. Yes. So, Devon was visiting, um, his family was during the holidays, it was Christmas break, I remember, and I was... I, at that point, had been talking to a guy. We just met each other, but he had a show in the Bay Area. And I remember I went to his house at 9.30 p.m. And I remember I was just like, hey, like, should we go? Should we go? And he sent me the flyer and everything. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pull up with my cousin, right? So went home very fast. We drove all the way to the Bay Area. And I introduced him as my cousin. And still to this day, that's my ex-boyfriend, like, we made it official like months later, but still to this day, he thinks the bond is my cousin. That's how it was. Like, that's nigga, how deep. We was plotting and scheming <laughs> like it, it, it got crazy. But no, honestly, to end this, I'm so glad that you came. Yes. I Like I said, I thank you for making this seamless for me, that transition. Mm-hmm. I don't regret the life that I've lived You know, before that with you. I obviously, we, were, we were yeah, just trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. We were kids, and I appreciate you for that. And anybody else who's going through that, if you're thinking of coming out to anyone that you've had relationships with in the past, I think that you got to get to a space where you know, you make sure that the person you're coming out to is comfortable, yeah. that they, you know, that they make you comfortable, that they make it a safe space, and that you're just able to be able to move forward and try to, you know, get to some common ground and forge some type of relationship because life is a lot of ups and downs and there's no rules to this shit. No. And, we you know, as, we learn as we go. Yeah, and I got to experience my first chapter and, you know, the first episode of my life with you. Yes. And now we on, you know, this chapter and which crazy. We just watched Instagram here today mm-hmm. and we got to see them having birthdays and experiencing losses and experiencing life's highs and life's lows right. and I'm, I'm glad that you know we got to experience those chapters together and I can't wait to see what we have to experience in the future but again I appreciate it 
And I just want to play a cute game with you before we leave. Is that okay? Yeah, but um, shout me out because full circle moment. What am I? Who am, oh. I? Who am I to the close friend show? I leave it. Listen, <laughs> let me tell y'all how crazy life is in full circle. It is. So Mimi <laughs> is actually the executive producer of the close friend show, yes. right? So any guests who are on here, any topics, any marketing, any she's marketing. actually a, a, a. I work in marketing. She works in marketing. Yeah. And everything goes through her. So it's so funny that this is an episode that we had to talk about. And nothing was, it wasn't really scripted. We had wanted to have an organic conversation yeah. just uh, on this particular episode. But it's crazy that it's like, this is what we're able to have a conversation about. And I would have never, obviously, we would have never imagined this would be a conversation that we would be having or something that Years we would later. be working on together yeah. back then when we were dating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let me just. Clap it up for me. Clap it up for me. She is the executive producer, and thank you for always having my back. Absolutely. And thank you for being there for me. And I just appreciate you. This is my best friend through and through. Through and through, Through baby. Through and through. Through and through. But before I let you go, because we're coming to an end, (laughs) I got to get back to LA, leave Vegas. Let me just play a game with you. Never have I ever what? Ooh, I'm kind of nervous. What have you never done? No, you have to ask me. I have to ask you what? You have to ask me the questions. I'm the guest. Come on. Uh, should we play Never Have I Ever? Or should I just ask Truth or Drink? Mm-hmm. We can do Truth or Drink. Okay, Truth or Drink. Truth or Drink. Have you ever had a threesome? No. You're lying. No, I haven't. Are you lying? No. What is the craziest sexual thing that you've done? Craziest sexual thing that I've done? Hmm. I mean, I feel like I've done some like regular stuff that everyone does. Well, let's just speak on the craziest thing that you've done. Because everyone's done something pretty crazy. Okay. Um, I mean, can we just say like how far I've drove for the dick? How far? An hour. That ain't crazy enough. Yes, it is. An hour, that's crazy. Baby, come on. Like, okay, I have to accept the fact that I'm very open. I'm a very <laughs> open book. And not everyone is that way. And yeah, I definitely accept that. Cheers to that. <laughs> no, we ain't cheers to that. Because this is, this is a safe space. It's fine. But it's fine. Thank you for coming, Mimi. Absolutely. I really appreciate I'm, it. Thank you for having me. I wish you great wealth, sex, and great happiness as well. Yes. And same um, to you. Uh, absolutely. But again, guys, thank you guys for fucking with me in the Close Friends Show. Thank you guys for being so supportive. Um, you're now listening to this on Spotify. I'm going to be transitioning into iTunes as well. Me and Mimi are actually in the works of looking at different production studios, looking at lighting, so that you guys can have some type of YouTube video channels. of us, video of us as well. You can see me on YouTube and check us out in that retrospect. But as for now, I am signing off. Check out the link is in my bio on my Instagram, Devonell Mitchell. Spotify, hey, download. Hey. If you do not have it, the close friend show is the Instagram as well. This is Devon. I'm out. Yay!